This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the gentleman who joins us now, Andy Hart is with us, a part of the Breaking Boston podcast each and every morning uh, that you can get through uh, com. If it isn't every morning, it might be three days a week. Hart, good afternoon. It's five days a week. It is. Ooh. Okay, I was right. Weekdays, baby. Every morning we bring you uh, our instant reactions, which over the last two weeks, many of them have been, well, that sucked about the uh, Bruins <laughs> and Celtics. Yeah, and uh, last night. Sucked, sucked pretty bad. Oh, uh, that was sucky, sucky. What was your biggest takeaway from last night's Celtics game, Hart? Um, I I think it's one that I've been sort of having for a while now, and it's so go the Celtics, so go Jason Tatum, like the the direct tie, and it's not breaking news. It's the NBA. Your superstar matters more than anybody, more than the coach, more than everything. And this this thing with Jason Tatum, where. 0 for 8 in game 4, 0 for 5 in this game, slow starts. And, you know, I, I wrote a little column about it on the website today. The end stats, if you just look at the box score and go, wow, Jason Tatum scored 36, had 10 rebounds, 5 assists, like those are MVP caliber numbers. But it's it's fake. It's paper numbers. It's all, you know, those are stats for losers kind of numbers. He had the worst plus minus, I think it was plus, uh, excuse me, minus 26 in the game. And this is the guy that I keep, belaboring this point every commercial break you see jason tatum for something right potato chips or sneakers or gatorade like he's mr peyton manning but i also feel the comparison to manning is that early career manning when yeah he puts up numbers yeah he's an mvp candidate yeah he does a lot of commercials no he's not a winner my son is baked that's that's what Jason Tatum is. Well, right now. He's yeah, not a winner. It's, so the nickname for Manning used to be the best regular season quarterback in the NFL, hmm. right? Because he can never quite close it out. And you know, so do you do you, do you think that that Tatum is protected almost like he's a made man without actually achieving anything? Absolutely, because we are so quick to anoint him, whatever the level is we want to put him on. Second he arrived, he's Paul Pierce. And then he's your superstar no matter what, even though Jalen Brown is a really good player, drafted in the same slot, you know, similar age, developing players. But everybody was like, Tatum's the guy. This is Tatum's team. And then it was, he's all NBA. He's one of the top ten players in the world. He's one of the top five players in the world. He's an MVP. Oh, but when he stinks, we got to look at what did Missoula do? What did the role players do? Horford couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Jalen Brown turns the ball over. Jalen, There's always fingers pointing when it needs to be thumbs, in my opinion. Like the end of last year, he failed to show up for the finals. And I'm not trying to say the guy sucks, will always suck. He's not a winner. He's not a dog. But to date, he has not met the challenge of an NBA superstar in the postseason when his team needs him the most. 
And the thing that these slow starts are most infuriating. Oh, right? I'm with you. Like, because I, I, the numbers end up, and, and people will say, well, he did this or he did that, but it matters. Like, the if you get to 36 points, but you start 0 of 5, 0 of 8, and the tone is set early, I don't care. Like, not all 36-point efforts or not all shooting efforts are made the same. And these slow starts, I think, are a part of a tone that is set early for this team. Now, last night, total system failure. I blame the coach. I blame every player. I do not blame the crowd or the building. That's another one. Oh, what home field advantage? Oh, the court and the garden. Yeah, no, no. Do not blame fans. It's the people that are in the uniform and on the sidelines. But uh, total system failure, but that starts with Jason Tatum. Why the slow starts? Do you have a theory? Because you would think it would be something that a guy as talented as Tatum might be able to grow out of. And, and he still may. That is the one thing I am hesitant you know, to really label him Carmelo or label him a loser. He can't win. He's not a dog. Now, I will say he has um, struggled in comparison this postseason, right? We've seen some dogs. Jimmy Butler is the first and foremost one out there. But, you know, Steph Curry putting up 50 in a game seven. Devin Booker and his evolution out for the Suns. Like, guys that and, – and even the – the 76ers like they're a questionable team right we're supposed to question their coach their superstar and their veteran except their coach their superstar and their veteran have done the job to get them the series lead and the 82 percent chance to win this series based on history but jason tatum is still young and i try to remember that but gosh he's had a lot of playoff games gosh so, he's been in this role for a long time do, do you believe in like you know defining moments for players and organizations that you know, that have been basically, you know, mocked and made the butt of all the jokes and suddenly kind of like have these defining moments and it just clicks and suddenly they understand just everything is like the Matrix. They just I feel like that's the Sixers. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to what I felt like was the, the Celtics last year. Yeah, a uh, an epiphany or a coming-of-age moment for players, teams, coaches, organizations. I absolutely believe in that. But I also believe in... There are some people that when the game is on the line, that's when they really are at their best. I know we always – Derek Jeter is always sort of the poster child for clutch, um, and that flies in the face of analytics, and that's been the debate for a long time now. But, Christian, I'm sure you've seen this even when you coach kids or at the youth level. There's people that just step up. Like when the game is on the line or when they're – you know, the, the thing, sphincters are getting tight, as Charles Barkley would say with other kids, there's some people that seem to thrive, seem to have an ability to make a play – in that moment and i i do believe there is a clutch gene or is there is a comfort or you know what it might just be a don't give a you know what gene right like they don't they just see it as the game is on the line this is what my team needs me to do um but i do also believe in and, and i don't think a lot of people are born that way i don't think a lot of people are born comfortable in the tough situation i believe that's why there are all-time greats there are jeters and brady's and these various people that um are you know robert ory you know right like he's not a superstar but you're pretty comfortable with him taking a three with the game on the line, but there are also a lot more examples of what you're talking about. There, there's like an evolution. There's a process. And then all of a sudden, whether it's experience taking over or whether it's, you know what, I'm sick of failing, or whether it's just a chemistry between a team and a player, I do believe there is a way to learn to become a winner and clutch and get the job done. Uh, Andy Hart at WEI.com and the Breaking Boston podcast here with Gresh and Fourier. We got uh, everything squared away on Twitch now. Christian on the road, by the way, out at the University of Binghamton. He's doing a kid pickup. 
Hart is home. By the way, Hart, uh, your uh, big TV appearance last night. Uh-oh. I got a text or two or three, or there were some people in the building who noticed that, uh, are you painting? Because we see you with hats all the time. Painting are you, are you painting no. the follicles there? Absolutely not. Okay. I just wondered. There, one person on the show does not need to mess with his hair. It's au natural. <laughs> All right, I didn't. You say fellow. They go right to <laughs> Listen, listen. You missed all the short jokes before you came on. Yeah, well, I was going to say you should be an expert on my hair because you're the tall guy. So you look down on the top of my head all the time. Yeah. You know, it's it's the real Andy. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. Andy. I didn't see it. All I know is that as soon as uh, you know, as soon as Gress sent me a text, I started sending short jokes. <laughs> I did. I think I had a little uh, product in my hair last night. Maybe that threw people off. Ooh. Oh, you know what? Berries? No, when I put product in my hair, it does look darker. It's, so, yeah, it's different. Nope, yeah. I'm with that you. Could have been the effect. And we're, been, and we're so used to seeing you with a hat on. You yes. know, I'm breaking in this new one. It's a LXL stretchy fit hat that uh, slight <laughs> headache, but I am going to win this battle. I am going to win this battle and stretch this damn thing out and wear it. So uh, the quick uh, football topic because One like we size fits all the uh, which is a which is a myth which is not yeah, even true completely. It's a class action lawsuit I want to start someday. Oh, that's not I, fair. If you I'm tell me you. it's one size fits all and it doesn't fit, then you owe me something. That's the way this yeah. world works. And how Litigation. is that possible? Okay, because one size. Okay, yeah. I, I I don't want to go to for hats. It doesn't work. No, it no. doesn't work for anything. In the words of uh, in the words of Costanza, whenever uh, Jerry Seinfeld uh, called in the bomb threat and wanted everybody to get a, a fitted hat day, you know, <laughs> what if a pinhead shows up? What am I going to do then? <laughs> Any thoughts on the the schedule release? Obviously, the one thing that we know is that the Patriots are going to play the uh, the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. What is that? November twelfth. Uh, so you could get a shot at Anthony Richardson. And uh, for this defense against athletic quarterbacks in recent years, that is a bad thing. I know they added some athletes, and maybe that's like a Richardson versus a Marte Mapu breakout party, our athlete versus your athlete from the draft. Um, I don't love that matchup if I'm a New England fan. Um, but, no, the, the thing I'm most interested in, and please join myself, the aforementioned Nick Fitzy Stevens and Rich Keefe, 6 2 11 p.m. Jeez. on Thursday night. Oh, we will have a Rich Keefe draft party special for the entirety of the Patriots and the NFL schedule that's being released, but also stick around for an extra hour for a little Celtics post-game talk where we could be talking about how Joe Missoula went down uh, Montgomery Boulevard and ran a team into the ground that was supposed to compete for a title. Uh, but no, my my the most interested I am in the schedule is sort of primetime games and that perception of do the Patriots even really rate anymore? Like, do they have games where you're like, oh, the NFL still wants to see them on this network at this you know, prime time, big games? Because if I look at it, you know, we see these power rankings. Oh, they're 22, they're 23, whatever they are. It feels like the Patriots are now the other woman, so to speak, in primetime matchups. Like, they are... They're there because Aaron Rodgers is on that game. Or they're there because Lamar Jackson is in that game. They're not there because of their quarterback or their franchise. So the whole new age uh, primetime measurement, you know what, contest. Yeah, isn't the isn't like the, the best tell to see where, you, where what your Q, Q rating is as a team is like you look at Black Friday. So the Black Friday game is going to be Dolphins at Jets. Yep. Your, your Christmas Day game is... Is going to be Giants at Eagles. Now, both teams, obviously, the Eagles uh, being as good as they are, Giants made the playoffs uh, in divisional game, you know. But I do think that that your your Q, your Q rating will be, you know, 
it'll be obvious based on where they have you lined up. Like Germany yep. for me doesn't that everyone it's that's almost like a punishment. We got to go to Germany. We got to go to London. And that's living off your reputation. Like internationally, like isn't you know, the Bulls are still one of the most popular teams on the planet because of Michael Jordan and the 90s Bulls and the titles. Like there's lasting effects to those logos, whether it's the Bulls or the Yankees or sort of the classic teams. And I think the Patriots internationally are that. Plus it's their home territory or whatever the hell they call that now in this modern Do they NFL do they do, do the do the did the Patriots claim Germany because of yeah, uh, Volmer? Could be. And what's his name? The other guy. Who was the other guy who was here for a short Jakob Johnson? Jakob Johnson was here, Volmer was here, and there's one more that does their preseason broadcasts in the uh German So the Patriots language. have Germany and the Jaguars have London? Uh yeah, it's what Although that could work out differently. Jaguars could end up in London as no, a actual home base. Well, the, what I heard again was today that there's the, this is going to happen. Now, maybe they, they – the, but the whole four-team division in mm-hmm. London. Yeah. No, and it makes sense. I, I don't know why it couldn't make sense. Like, you fly to the West Coast for whatever that is, right? Six hours? Yeah. Why, why can't you fly to London? Yeah, but if, you're on, but if you're a West Coast team and you have to play that, call it the you know, European division – uh, yep. You would be flying twelve hours, thirteen yeah, hours. With if they they're gonna, this is gonna be part of expansion, so it's gonna be a thirty-six team NFL at that point, probably. So the scheduling will alter. It's not like you're gonna be every year going to. California no, uh, listen, <clears throat> I hear you. I think I think There's football too much players money there. Right? No, 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 you're right. No, it's gonna happen, and the travel is not gonna be a big deal. The the NFL is gonna treat football players like they do like baseball. Like a, you're here on a you're on a fourteen day road trip. Right, you right. Can play and then when you come back, three. you'll recover. I mean, didn't we always say um, you can't have 17 or 18 games because of player safety? You can't play on Thursday night because yeah. of player safety. You can't yeah. do this. You can't do this. And what do they keep doing? This, doing this, and it. this. And you yeah. know what they keep doing? Thank you. I'll can I have? Give me the money. Hey, can yeah. you guys count this. We're up to 20 something billion. Huh. Like it, it, the money talks, and that's all that matters. Well, and that's what the players are reacting to. Oh, the salary cap's going to go up. How much? Oh, right. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll take that and run. Look at quarterbacks and receivers in the way you know we're talking fifty million dollars a year for quarterback. We're talking receivers going over thirty million dollars a year. Would they be happy to spend ten days in London if their salary doubles? Absolutely. What do you make of Jacksonville being put back to back weeks four and five? They're going to play a game in Wembley and then a game in uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, whatever that is. It's what we just talked about. I think they're just laying the foundation for them to potentially. Be oh no, there they've forever. been doing it for ten years. No, but no, I know. But, but why haven't they pulled the trigger yet? Then I mean, because now because it's because I, I know they played two games, but now they're going like back to back weeks there. So it's almost like the NFL is like, okay. You've done. You're our London sacrificial lamb. We'll take care of you by just going back to back weeks. Whereas I think before they might have sent them over there separately once before and once after a bye week. Right, and I do think it's in part of it could be at the request of the coaching staff. Bill always gets his request when he asks, "Can we have West Coast? Can sure. we stay out there?" And I wonder if Doug Peterson said, "Okay, if we're doing this." And obviously, Khan and the ownership group has some pull over there and over here as this relationship continues to evolve um so yeah i think that's probably at the behest of the of the the jaguars yeah. to make their life better tony Khan runs aew they've already sold sixty thousand tickets for a show at the end of august in wembley stadium and they haven't even announced the card yet right so and- just showing how those people react over there like we're used to 
oh, we can go to one of 20 music venues around the region and see a bunch of people. Whereas whenever there's a big event at Wembley Stadium, it's a, a little different in terms of the way fans react to it. They want to go because it's a happening more than anything else. And there's probably a little bit of a test here back-to-back weeks. Does the audience support that team? Because players, you know, we've always seen this. The games in London or internationally, you see every jersey. Like, every team is represented in the crowd. But are they evolving into the Jaguars have a support base there? Will somebody go to -to back-to-back games? Like, are they willing to fork out? Is this not just a one-off event? Oh, the NFL's in town. It's the circus. Traveling car. No, no, no. My team is here consecutive weeks. I'm going to go to both weeks, regardless of the cost or the, the headache or the hassle. Like, that that's where you start to develop passion. It's almost like fans that did what was it last year? It was the Arizona Vegas double dip for the Patriots. There were Patriots fans that are like, "Yeah, I'll go see my team." And that's when you've hooked in a consumer. They are they are hooked on your product, your team. And I think this is a step in that direction. All right, so Foyer, I want to start with you, and then I want to get to heart on this one. So it looks like Miami will play Kansas City in Germany. So there's no revenge spot for Tyree Kill to play in Arrowhead Stadium. Mm. Foyer, is that a blessing in disguise for the Dolphins so that this knucklehead isn't tempted by wanting to go back to Kansas City and do something stupid? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess uh, it would probably be sweeter uh, if he could actually do it in Kansas City. And, and like, you know, who knows what the hell he would do. But, you know, it, because and what is he going to do? I think... I think okay. Congratulations, we won a Super Bowl without you. We were right. Like we we didn't want we we wanted to pay you. We just didn't want to pay you that much money. We still we loved you, but you were just you were trying to shake us down, and we won in without you. So I don't know where the where the uh, the venom and like the wanted to pay back the Chiefs. Like they were obviously proven right. So anything that he does just looks like he's just you know just weak in my opinion. Hart, what do you make of that? Uh, well, first of all, and I, I haven't, I'll be honest, I can't think of every game, but is that the best game in the international series? Stand like, by. A, Let me, a, uh... No, I mean of all time. Oh, I mean, of all time. You have wow, the defending Super Bowl champions against, so you have the theatrical Tyreek Hill storyline, but you also have the belief that the Dolphins are, if two is healthy, a really high-potency offense, a really good football team that has loaded up, gut Ramsey, gut Chubb over the last year. I feel like that might, between the two teams and all the star power represented there, I feel like that might be one of the biggest international games in the history uh, of whatever it is. The last all right, so uh, I'm looking up. Let's see here. So what these started, I guess, in, oh, these are the London games they started in uh, in 07. Yep. And I'm just trying to, so the 07 game was Giants-Dolphins. The next year it was Chargers Saints. Then it was Patriots Bucks. Um, wow, Hart, you might have stumbled on something here because as I best player on the planet for the defending Super Bowl champions is playing a game against a, a team that has two superstar wide receivers, a bunch of star players on both sides of the ball, a sort of a marketable. I think that might be the biggest uh, international game, and that's probably by design. Like they used to be. Um, Almost like, you know, not real games, like exhibitions. Now it's, it's like, like, it's no, like Thursday night games yes. where like, we're two division. crappy teams and two nobody wants teams. to be right. there. Yeah, now they're now actually this... give, they're feeding them good games. Right, that's a good game with star power and storylines, and I think that is, again, part of I can't of believe the they gave it up, to be honest with you. Like, it, it just shows how committed they are. 
and how mm-hmm. serious they are about growing that international market to take one of their best commodities and farm it out to Germany, farm it out to London, instead of bringing it to the to, to Kansas City or to Miami so they can grow their fan base. Like Miami, it's not like Miami has been selling out. You know, right. with all with in, in, in their history so far, but it was but supposed it really to be. A, it was it. It, that's the thing. It was going to be a Chiefs home game, so and they that, know they're going to bang it out anyway. They don't have to like Kansas City doesn't have to think about that. Plus, and this gets back to Andy Hart and the whole. Oh yeah, we're at twenty billion in revenue. The handful of teams that have the German territorial rights, New England's one of them. So is Kansas City. So by putting a good game over there, if you're Kansas City, it's the whole. Hey, we put our flag in the ground. Our quarterback ain't going anywhere. Give us a decade's worth of your whatever the money is in Germany. Oh, there's a lot of money to be made over there. And I would also say what something that may play into it, Christian, is it's a different generation, but it's the Hunt family. And the original NFL was built on what's good for all of us. What's good for the game is good for all of us, right? Like sometimes you have to yeah. give up a little something in your mm-hmm. local to advance the overall game, right? It was it was a group mentality, and maybe the Hunt family is open to that sort of mentality as it grows globally to what Gresh said, that, yeah, you're going to – in the back end, you will make plenty of money over there, more than you would have for one home game that you're losing out on. No doubt. And, in fact, uh, the Dolphins not only will go to Germany to play the Chiefs in Week 9, according to reports, it is Dolphins-Jets on Black Friday. That will be very interesting – some say he is a black heart, but oh. we disagree. Andy Hart of WEEI.com and the That's right. Well Kristen just laughs. I know, we'll let it go. Hart's talking about his big D on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI See Hart. See ya. Oh man. Uh, I, I gotta go over and see Andy. I gotta I gotta I, when we come back real quick, I d I do have uh maybe we can keep this going until one, but I do have a question about these territorial rights that you're talking about. Like, what is this like the Oklahoma land rush when it comes to NFL territories? Like, whoever it's, whoever has a claims that territory gets to basically what get a little bit a little a little something extra.